Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Jackson Stuff Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about where military aircraft go to die. Now, let's uh, let's assume that you need somewhere to stash a couple thousand military aircraft long enough to figure out what you're going to use them for. So, let's maybe, uh, I don't know, a third-world dictator needs a new Air Force, or um, Elon Musk wants to put an F-16 in space. I mean, you're going to need some you're gonna need some airplanes for that, but... The problem is, when you're soaring aircraft, rain and humidity mean corrosion, and corrosion means you won't be able to use the aircraft or parts. So, and also, you can't just put um, any aircraft on just, like, any regular ground. They're going to sink into the ground. Because, like, think about it. Aircraft weigh tons. Like, some of the bigger aircraft, like a B-52, those things could weigh upwards of 100 tons. But... If you really think about it, you don't want to pour thousands upon thousands of miles of concrete just so you can store all your aircraft somewhere until Elon Musk comes along and sends them all into space. So, that's why the U.S. military chose the site for Davis-Mothin Air Force Base to be in Tuscan, Arizona. Think about it. It's dry. It's hot. Not a lot of humidity. It's just, yeah, it's, it's the perfect place. So... Yeah. Um, anyways, at the boneyard, you're probably wondering what lives there. Well, basically, adjusted with for inflation, several years worth of defense budgets live there. Probably, well, probably most of the U.S. Air Forces and Marines and Navy's retired aircraft for the last some 50 years. Um, like... I mean, there's a lot of aircraft there. For example, you could find enough F-4 Phantom in there to equip an Air Force, enough F-4, F-14s to shoot down that Air Force, enough A-4 Skyhawks to wipe out that Air Force on the ground. Add that to enough naval strike and anti-sub aircraft to outfit several aircraft carriers and sink a main battle fleet. And then you have enough uh, KC-135 aerial tankers to refuel them all in flight. Oh, and they also don't just have Air Force planes there. They also have the old NASA Vomit Comet. Which was basically the airplane for astronaut training. They used to take the air, the uh, astronauts up into space. Well, not like space in, but they'd bring them high enough that they'd lose weightlessness for. Well, they'd lose. Well, they'd go weightless for about eleven seconds. They called the vomit comet because about fifty percent of the time there was at least one person on board that would vomit. <laughs> so yeah, and there's also a bunch of other airplanes there, and then there's also the death row. Basically. It's a bunch of B-52 Intercontinental bombers waiting to be scrapped by two-ton guillotines. Well, actually, well, six-ton guillotines, yeah. Basically, the whole thing, the whole thing is that in 1991, um, during the Cold War, the Treaty START one was signed. It basically said that us, the U.S. and the Russians, they agreed that we're not going to nuke each other. So that means we got to destroy all our good weapons. So the U.S.'s side agreement agreed that we would destroy um, dozens upon dozens, or I think it was our entire fleet of B-52 intercontinental bombers. So basically what happens is when... So we're just going to assume, we're not just going to assume this is the B-52s only, we're just going to talk about this process as if it was any airplane. So basically when U.S. warplanes leave active service, or Uncle Sam promises other countries that he'll destroy their airplanes, um, some pilots will fly him over to Davis Mothin and land them in the desert where the crews render them like just they can't be used anymore like they're destroyed and operative dismembered so they'll use the giant guillotines to chop off the bomber's wings nose and tail and then they're just left out to rot 
so then the Russians and or whatever country needs them verified that they've been destroyed are destroyed by satellite photos. Oh, and then also something very strange about uh, Davis Mothin is that there's a bunch of shapes of A-10 aircraft painted on the runways, and no one knows why, except, I guess, the military. Maybe it's to scare off enemies, fighters, I don't know. But, yeah. But, yeah, that place has been pretty important for years, upon years, because you're probably wondering still, like, okay, I get it, but I get they store all those aircraft there, they destroy them for other countries. But why do they need to keep all the aircraft there? I mean, couldn't they just, like, turn them into scrap and throw them in the ocean? Well, also, think about this. An F-35 costs probably $15 million. Or, I think it's I think it's actually $30 million in aircraft. Which is a lot of money. So, because all those parts are really expensive. So, the military, instead of just buying new parts from Boeing, they will take um, all the old parts from those aircraft and then put them in the new planes. Which saves a lot of money in defense budgets. So, yeah. And then also, these aircraft, this is a lot of airplanes, too. Like, think about it. The military would be spending a lot of money to scrap all these airplanes and throw them in the ocean. Because think about it. They'd be throwing away billions upon billions of dollars if they just threw them all in the ocean. So they need this base. But, yeah, pretty much. Oh, and also, with a well-trained pirate... If all these If all the airplanes... In that base, in Davis Mothin, um, were re-equipped and given uh, well-trained pilots, they could probably knock out most of the world's air forces. So, um, yeah, that's that's it. I, I hope you've learned something today about why the U.S. has a giant graveyard for its airplanes. But, uh, yeah, that's it for today. Uh, thanks for watching, and I guess I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.